WSB's Mark Aram. The WSB 24 Hour Breaking News Center is on alert. alert. With immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, traffic red alerts from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome to the show on a good Tuesday Eve to you, Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang's all here. Low T. Chuck screens the calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window, looking as stoic as ever, my friend. Thank you. You're about due for a haircut. <laughs> yeah. Can you get Starting one tomorrow? To yes. Can I get one tomorrow? You give me money, I will. I told you I paid for it. I don't get paid till Friday, so. I was going to reimburse you with the receipt, but you want cash in advance is what you're saying. <laughs> oh, I mean, that would help since, right. I, since I'm broke. Cash yeah. in advance it is. Uh, all right. <laughs> You'll come back, come in, and then tomorrow you got a haircut. Yeah, I guess. I don't really need one, but that's Yeah, you, Chuck, back I, me up. I, I, I have to agree with Mark. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's like the difference between you uh-huh. with a with a nice, clean, short-cropped haircut right. to compared to the- Six uh, months of shag. Shag. <laughs> it'd be like, it'd be like me walk, letting you walk around with a big booger hanging out of your nose no. and wow. not telling you. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad, but okay. So this is me telling you, you've got a big booger hanging out of your nose. <laughs> <laughs> and go, no one tells me that, by the way. Right. That you have a big booger hanging out? Every morning I leave, and there's a bat in my cave. Really? And no one in- uh, Why don't you check before you go Who's looking there? up your nose, though? It's not like- I don't Shorter yeah. people than me? <laughs> Jay Black? <laughs> well, yeah. Amanda Moyer, Ashley Frasca, Bill Caeccio. You're right. There's a big list. Everyone except Judd, basically, shorter than me. <laughs> yeah, Judd, Judd can tell you what's on top of your exactly. head. Exactly. <laughs> no one ever does. Huh. Hmm. Well, maybe you got to go do a little mining I'm always embarrassed to tell somebody. To afterwards. Here, I'm, I'm saying this to the public, the general public. <laughs> if I ever have a bat in the cave, feel free to tell me. I won't be embarrassed. I'll be thankful that you are telling me. That's an interesting point, though. Do you... Do you Make it a point to, like, if people have something in their teeth, if they got, like... I go ahead and tell them. You, you tell them. Yeah, absolutely. Unless I don't like them, and then I'll let them... Okay, see, I'm, I'm the opposite. <laughs> if I don't like them, I don't care, and I yeah. just go about my business. But if it's a person I like, I survey the situation to see if it's going to be to my mutual hu- humor. To see if it, yeah. To see if I'm going to get something out of it, whether I'll say anything or no. not. Because I've let Hot Neighbor go with th- stuff in her teeth. For a while, <laughs> wow! Like, and then finally, how long has that been there? No, no, I have no idea. I'm Kramer in that way. I'll, I'll point oh, really? it right you're, out. You're gonna, yeah. you're gonna bail out. Okay, like you got spinach I, I in your teeth, or <laughs> I don't. I like to watch it for a yeah, while. Yeah, you've got toilet paper on your shoe or whatever. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm Kramer. I tell you right up front what's you're a good wrong. Person. Yeah, yeah Longoria, you need a haircut. Longoria, you got a booger hanging. No, no. I mean, right now it's fine. Yeah, but yeah. you're getting to that level. I am where. It, it's, it's I think needed. it's because it's it's because his sideburns are so bushy. They trim down. I think 
that's partly yeah, that's what it is what too, it is because they get so bushed out. Like they look like Wolverine. <laughs> a little bit. When they start <laughs> to come, bit, when, yeah. they, when they tame them back down, then I think everything tame them back out. down. Because yeah. oh, you know you're, you're a handsome stoic dude. We yeah, want to see what like, you got. You don't want to cover that stuff up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at Chuck. Chuck cuts his hair purposely like that. Yes. I have to. <laughs> okay. Because he doesn't, you know, he wants he wants to showcase what's going on up front. He's what's got that a, Adam's apple? That Adam's that apple. Adam's apple. Exactly. Up front. <laughs> out, out up front. In front. Notice. Yes. So, all right. So, all right, cool. getting a haircut tomorrow. All that's right. that's all you need to know. Uh, we've got a ton <laughs> of it. stuff to talk about tonight. Uh, Johnny Kilboss will join us with a fast food review. Uh, Gladys Knight's chicken and waffles gets busted, and oh, no. not for a health violation, but... Something. I don't even know what it is, but we'll financial, discuss that. Something financial, but it has nothing to do with Gladys herself. Now it, her son? Her son, I yeah. think, is uh, something about a million bucks. I didn't know I anything know. about this place until today. You never heard of it? Never heard of it. Really? I didn't know it was, yeah, because Longoria asked me, he goes, you ever eat there? I'm like, I didn't even know it was a thing until today. It's I good. I never heard of it. It's good. It's kind of a touristy thing. Okay, it's a little pricey. It yeah, but it's good. I mean, oh, okay. there's there's nothing. There, it's a fine establishment, but it's something like where you've if you have people out of town, Let's go to Gladys Knight's Chicken and Waffles. It's okay. an experience more than kind of like know. taking on a varsity. Uh, I'm just like, like the, taking on a Mary Max. Yeah, Mary Max Tea Room, Gladys Knight. The hell is Mary Max? Uh, You've never been to Mary Max Tea Classic, Room. No, classic have... Southern cuisine. Oh, dude, really? Yeah, you gotta you gotta take oh. your folks there. Okay, yeah, yeah. My it is Mary good. I, that place is good. They have and it's worth waiting. Amazing in fried chicken. So I think people think I've been here long enough to know, or I, I've just you been, have. I, I don't know. No, no, I no, no. I really have. It, it took me a good enough. ten years to know all the the decent spots. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So what was it called? Mary Max Tea Room. All right. It's a definite, and they're they're loyal listeners of the show too. Oh, cool. So all right. When you go in, say low tea chuck. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that's what I do. Yeah, drop, drop your name. Like Longoria when he orders Jimmy John's. I know. I wasn't sandwiches. really expecting that. It's Longoria. Thanks to the Jimmy John's guy out there. I forgot your name. And speaking of which, thanks to all the ladies at Piccadilly. I uh, went there today. They gave us a tray of uh, what I found out. I thought they were just um, raisin muffins. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're bran muffins. So you were the. So this is going to be a touch and go situation <laughs> tonight on the Mark Aram show. That's why I wouldn't eat one. But Do they I were need delicious. To slide in over there, in case delicious. So yeah. thanks, thanks to Piccadilly. Maybe Jovita won't there. come down this time. <laughs> Jovita, I'm telling Jovita not to come down tonight. Uh, but here, here's what I want to talk about to start off the show. Uh, on a serious subject, uh, believe it or not, is the the update on the Orlando shooting. So uh, this this is the one development today that kind of broke, and we might need Longoria's translation skills mm -hmm. because tonight actually might okay. be going on right now. <laughs> All right. Univision. You, what does that What does that mean? Univision. Yeah. Is that <laughs> Univision? No, it's just I don't think it one vision. vision? Um, yeah, it's just Mexican. Well, that would be called Univision, but yeah. Univ anyway, on, I don't on, know. Un Unvision, Univision, <laughs> unsaw it. So Univision has an exclusive <laughs> yeah, interview. Wrong, yeah, All right, you ready? You got to pay yes. attention. This okay. is the important part of the story. They have an, uh, an interview tonight with uh, an anonymous uh, interviewee who is the alleged gay lover of the Orlando nightclub gunman. Okay. So does everyone get what I'm just saying? Yeah. They're interviewing the alleged gay lover of the Orlando nightclub gunman. So somebody stepped forward, yes. saying they had a and said, "Hey, okay. I was I was with yes. the gunman, uh, the man. It's a man uh, who spoke to Univision <laughs> yeah, on the condition of anonymity. <laughs> said that Mateen held a grudge against Latino men he met at the gay nightclub Pulse, but because he felt used by them." Okay. okay. The story continues. It gets even weirder. 
this is the anonymous man talking to Univision right now. Quote, I've cried like you have no idea, but the thing that makes me want to tell the truth is that he didn't do it for terrorism. In my opinion, he did it for revenge, says this man who was Mateen's lover for two months. Okay. The man told Univision that the uh, interview has interviewed him three times about Mateen. And Univision reported the FBI has confirmed that they have met with this anonymous source. Um, the FBI has? Yeah, the FBI has. Okay, like, yeah, this good. is legit. Right. We've talked to this dude. Okay. Uh, the anonymous uh, interviewee continues, quote, he adored Latinos, gay Latinos, with brown skin, but he felt rejected. He felt used by them. There were moments in the Pulse nightclub that made him feel really bad. Guys used him that really affected him. Here's the punch, not the punchline, the, the headline, I guess, the kicker of the story. You ready? The man, this is the anonymous guy talking to Univision, uh-huh. claimed that Mateen was upset after having a sexual encounter with two Puerto Rican men after one of them revealed he was HIV positive. Whoa. So the gunman had a threesome with two Puerto Rican dudes, and after it was over, one of the Puerto Rican guys was like, oh, by the way, wow. I'm HIV positive. <laughs> that would be something to need to say beforehand, but you would think. <laughs> um, so the the interviewee uh, continues, "quote He was terrified that he was infected." I asked him, "Did you do a test?" Yes, he went to the pharmacy and did the test. It came out negative, but it doesn't come out right away. It takes four or five months. When I asked him what he was going to do now, his answer was, "I'm going to make them pay for what they did to me." Holy smokes! So this, again, this is a, a source that has uh, granted this interview with Univision. Yeah. That is, uh, the FBI confirms they've talked to this guy that uh-huh. was the former lover of the nightclub gunman. And this guy is saying that Mateen did this, and he and he chose Latin night at Pulse Nightclub, right. when the most Puerto well, Ricans yeah. would be there, because he had a threesome with two Puerto Rican dudes. By the way, Clark Howard and your son, if you're listening... You should probably turn off the. Uh, I should have said this five minutes ago. This is, <laughs> yes, this is a little this late. This is probably not the show <laughs> Clark and his son should be listening to. There, I said it. Okay. okay. <laughs> Put on Disney Radio for a couple minutes. Is that still a thing, Disney Radio? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I didn't know this. I'm, I'm blown away. Yeah, this it. came out. This is like the breaking news yeah. here that you're hearing only on the Mark Aram show and on Univision, but none of you speak Spanish, so you're hearing it first here. <laughs> neither does Longoria. Yeah, neither exactly. do I. That's why I was like, <laughs> What's Univision mean? I don't know. <laughs> Univision. Uh, Univision. Um, so the, the guy that's being interviewed by Univision called Mateen, quote, a very sweet guy that doesn't, that kind of like smacks of, yeah. yeah. And he met him last year through a gay dating app. Well, yeah, because that did come out that he had gay dating apps on his on his phone. Yes. The man claims he and the gunman met around 20 times, the last meeting taking place in December. He said Mateen never re- revealed his name to him. What? You go on 20 dates with a dude and he's not telling you his if name? It's, listen, if it's... If, if, if it's just sort of the hookup culture, I, I know a few people that are on a couple of those dating apps, and if it's just for the quote-unquote hookup, a lot of them don't ever exchange their name. So I, it's possible. I mean, 20 seems like a lot, but I I know a number. 20 dates and not knowing I, I, your name. I'm with you. I'm just saying. I, Hold I on know a, a number Hold of people on a that don't. You, Jennifer Hudoho? Idaho. That's very <laughs> bad to go on 20 dates. <laughs> It's and terrible. not know your name. I mean, you shouldn't go on one with a person without knowing their name personally. Anyway, um, let's see. 
They met around 20 times, never revealed his name, but told him he was 35 and married with a son. He told Univision that he believed Mateen's wife knew that he went to gay bars and that his marriage was to hide the fact that he was 100% gay. So according to this guy being interviewed by Univision, his current wife Knows knew that just a beard. she was just a beard. Um, wow. Is the son from the first marriage or from the second marriage? The second. Second, oh, I, I believe. Uh, so this, I mean, it's just. That's incredible. And then this comes off a day after they released the 911 calls and the guy's all ISIS and, uh, you know, Allah Akbar, whatever. But this guy's saying he was, he wasn't, this wasn't, uh, you know, ISIS. This was, he was mad at, at Puerto Rican dudes for possibly, inf- I mean, it's just a, a, a crazy story. Golly. I don't even know how. To, right? It's hard to process. Because we suspected that he was, and that yeah. there was some and, and some conflict. But this isn't con. Like he wasn't conflicted. He just wanted to hide it. And then when this happened, it scared him. And now he was just. I mean, so it it sort of flips the motive a little bit. Did the ISIS uh, give him an out to do this? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Like, all right, now I've got. Listen, I want to get revenge on these bastards. Yeah. Um, and I'll just blame it on ISIS, and that will be the the reason why. Sure. I take my revenge. <laughs> Not knowing that we, it's the, in the age of the internet, yeah, you can't hide we anything, know. and we're all yeah, going to figure exactly, it out anyway. Exactly right. So. Wow. Uh, I just want to discuss that new Holy development cow. in the Orlando shooting. Uh, your thoughts? I, I don't know what to say. I got to think about this for a second. Four zero four, eight seven two zero seven fifty. Outside of Atlanta, one eight hundred. WSB Talk on Twitter at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. So I went to Neiman Marcus on a shopping spree. The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show runs the night. Welcome back to the show. 10, 25, 82 steamy degrees on Peachtree Street. With you till midnight. To the phones we go. 404-872-0750. Marco Lilburn. We need more lemon pledge. Welcome to the show, Marco. How are you, buddy? Good. How you guys doing? Excellent. What's up? All right. Um, yeah, I think that's a bad excuse for this guy. Um, because if I were to have, you know, sex with two girls and one of them said, hey, the other one's got AIDS afterwards, I would go after those two girls. I wouldn't kill a whole club. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, I think the the headline of or one of the bullet points of this interview is that Every Puerto Rican dude in this club was just using this guy for uh, whatever, and maybe the tipping point was, oh yeah, and I have HIV. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, yeah. it's just an interesting twist to the story. I, I said from day one, I, I really thought this was just uh, a, a troubled dude questioning his sexuality, <laughs> having issues with what he was doing. Um, I, I don't, you know, it was this ISIS inspired, maybe. Yeah. I don't think we have any firm connection yet from the feds that uh, ISIS was in contact with him, but was mm-hmm. it, could it be ISIS-inspired? Yeah, I, I think it's it can be both terrorism and a hate crime and revenge like and a revenge shooting or whatever you want to call it. Um, I yeah. think there's a lot of layers to this apple, my friend. It is, yeah. So don't peel the apple, Marco. <laughs> don't kill it. Keep the apple in the, uh, in the crisper. <laughs> in the crisper, yeah. Yeah. All right, Marco. Good to hear from you, buddy. All right, preach. Welks, buddy. Someone on Twitter said we should start a GoFundMe account for Longoria's haircuts. <laughs> that <laughs> nice. would be amazing. I would, I would, that'd be cool. That would be cool? Yeah, I wouldn't have to pay for haircuts. We're going to send you to a fancy salon then. No, 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 no. Manny Petty. We ain't doing that. Chest wax. No, all that stuff. My haircuts take five minutes tops. All right. We'll see tomorrow. In and out.
Uh, David and Robbie, hang tight. I will get to your calls as soon as we get back from news, weather, and traffic. The uh, development of the Orlando shooter, uh, according to a uh, former lover of the Orlando Orlando shooter, in an interview with Univision, um, he was uh, trying to get revenge at the Puerto Rican gays that used and abused him in that club. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Those who fake, they break when they meet them. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. And all the Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic riddler. Or breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour breaking news center. WSB. Depend on it. Hey, this is Rick Springfield, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. 1037, 23 in front of 11. Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Programming note, Thursday or Friday on the show. I forget, Chuck, do you watch Ray Donovan? I love Ray Donovan. Starts Sunday, right? It does. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you watch no, Ray Donovan? No, I've never seen it. Perhaps the greatest drama on television at the present time. It's up there. It's great. So uh, either Thursday or Friday, Bunchy will be joining us. Really? From Ray Donovan. Oh, yes. that's fantastic. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. If you haven't seen Ray Donovan yet. I have not. I wasn't You'd like talking it. directly to you, okay. but yeah, anyone no, you out really there, <laughs> it is really. John Voight as John uh, the Voight's dad. Uh, Lee Shriver as the main character. The chick from Deadwood as his wife. It's... It's really good show. Yeah, it's really good. Really good show. Uh, so, Bunchy, either Thursday or Friday. I haven't de- cool. determined yet. All right. uh, we are discussing uh, an update on the Orlando shooting case. According to a source uh, that is giving an interview to uh, Univision, this source claims to be the former gay lover of the Orlando nightclub shooting. And this dude uh, is telling Univision that... Um, the shooter was very upset with Puerto Rican gays at the club that had used him for a number of years, probably, including a threesome with two Puerto Rican dudes, and after which said threesome, one of the Puerto Rican dudes uh, announced that he was indeed HIV positive, adding another wrinkle to an already very wrinkly and crinkly story. Let me just say, um, I've always thought that this dude's sexuality had something to do with this shooting. And I'm not saying this isn't terrorism. I'm not saying he wasn't ISIS-inspired. I'm not saying any of that. But this is definitely something um, that we can't discount, the fact that um, he ill uh, harbored ill will toward the Puerto Rican gay community, especially at this club, because of his past um, experiences. Right, right experiences so listen it's it's definitely terrorism people are terrorized he's definitely islamic is he connected to isis we don't know or is he just isis inspired i'm not denying any of that 
But I definitely think this dude's sexuality and his experiences at this club had something to do with this. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. David's in Tucker. David, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Hi, I think this whole situation is like the proverbial onion. There are a lot of layers here, and also uh, there's kind of a, a rush to get as much information as possible. I'm not sure that a lot of these sources are being verified or vetted or whatever term you wish to use. Mm-hmm. A few months down the line, I think we'll look back and go, oh, well, that was meaningful, or and then, oh, no, that was completely bogus. Someone was doing their you know, 15 seconds of fame thing. So I'm pretty much not drawing any conclusions from this, but I think there's just so much more information to to drop through this thing, which obviously seems to be rather complicated. Um, a lot of what, what I found interesting, David, is um, a lot of people not trusting the FBI to to give us the correct information on this case. Do, do you feel that way? Do you trust the FBI when it comes to this investigation? Uh, the modern FBI, much more than the J. Edgar FBI. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm not too concerned, although the the deletion of the Islamic references and in the initial transcriptions of the 911 calls, I thought was pretty ridiculous. Yeah. What was their, uh, Chuck, what was their reasoning for that? They didn't want to give ISIS uh, free publicity? Well, I mean, what yeah, did they say about they, that? They, they said, well, their their initial reason was they didn't want to re-terrorize the victims by posting the actual uh, verbiage from okay. what he said from the call. I thought they I, said I thought they didn't want to give ISIS like the free publicity. That was that... The, when everybody saw how ridiculous that was, it yeah. came on the second scene. But I want to make a note about today's FBI. The FBI and the DOJ don't know exactly where his wife is right now, the, the wife. They, she fled. She they le- lost her. Yeah, she, they don't she, know where she is right I, now. I remember as soon as it happened, she so, she left the state of Florida. I do know that. Yeah, but do you trust Loretta- the do you trust the FBI to give us to to give us the straight scoop to give us the dope because they're going to get information. They're going to get into his social media. They're going to get into his uh, browser history. Um, do you do you, if if they do find connections between him and ISIS or him and the Taliban or Al Qaeda, whatever. Um, do, yeah. you, do you think that we'll get the straight scoop from them? Not from them. Well, you could from them, but the problem that is it gets vetted and goes to the DOJ, and they're the ones that, as you see, the FBI would have released that the, the transcript mm-hmm. of those tapes, but it went through the DOJ, and they omitted all that stuff. So there's a filter of PC that this stuff goes through now. Um, so I, it's hard to say. I think the FBI would, but I don't think yeah. the DOJ would. I have full, I have full faith that we will... Um, if if this guy, if if we come up with uh, text messages or emails or communications via social media between the the gunman and ISIS or Al Qaeda or the Taliban, I think we'll find out about it. I, I don't I don't doubt that at all. The question is, is there going to be any? And I I'm leaning toward this was just ISIS inspired as opposed to ISIS directed because I can't imagine the. Uh, the the bastards at ISIS going. All right, here we want you to do. We want you to be pretend to be gay for three years. Yeah, they, they already they already backed <laughs> off. Sleep with yeah. sleep yeah, with sleep as many dudes yeah. as you can. Puerto Rican, if possible. Puerto Rican, possible. <laughs> and then shoot, I just don't believe that you know is in the ISIS handbook. Yeah, no. Um, but ISIS inspired. I think I think Absolutely. this this fit in perfectly. He's like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to claim ISIS, and boom, it's yeah. you know, and we'll get this done. But I I think we'll. 
I'm, and maybe I'm just naive, but I think we'll find out if. No, and wasn't there a ru- wasn't there a rumor that he had plane tickets for like next month? No, or he two did. Months? He uh, uh, two or three days or within the week before this happened, he had bought plane tickets for him and his wife and his kid to go to like San Francisco or something. Uh, G- gayest go, city in the nation. I, I don't know, but that's where they were. I think I think if right? I remember correctly, they were headed somewhere yeah. in the United States. I thought. Yeah, I think it was, it was San, San Fran. But if he wanted to escape, right? Oh, wh- he would have had tickets the next day leaving. For- or. And, and that too, yes. And he wouldn't have called nine one one and been no. like bragging about it. No. If he thought he was getting out of there alive, you go ahead and you do it and you get the hell out of Dodge. You don't get on the phone and be, like, hey, yeah, it's uh, it's me, the gunman, um, ISIS, peace. I you know, still you want to know the details. I want to know is from the initial shooting to the sort of standoff with hostages and mm-hmm. that three hours, and then what happened when they stormed in, and then he like. Well, there's a question if there was friendly fire that might have killed some of the hostages. That's there, there's, so. There's some questions there that I want. I really want to know what happened in those those yeah. three hour standoff. How do you, how do you kill that many people and then sit on a bunch of hostages like that? I don't. Well, I think what happened was again. This is just the bits and pieces that I'm picking up. Yeah. He the initial shooting and then he was fired upon and sent and driven back into the bathroom with those hostages. Oh. Okay. And that's when he called and said, "I've got uh, I've got." explosives back yeah. off i think that's that's okay what i just happened. haven't heard enough details well i mean it. there's they have video there's video oh, really? from inside the nightclub oh, that we probably will it's probably good we don't I see don't it i don't think but. anybody needs to see that robbie's in norcross robbie welcome to the show what's up buddy how's it going guys good pleasure as always thanks for taking my call our pleasure sir i i uh, do apologize for getting off topic but i've been dying to talk to you about this um Friday night, there was a shooting in Norcross at the Tavern in Medlock. A regular noticed a patron beating his girlfriend. He tried to intervene, and he was shot in the head. The shooter escaped into the nearby neighborhood and uh, is still at large. Now, I've been... uh, My better half works there at the tavern. That's where I listen to your show every night from. And uh, I was checking the news all weekend long. Trying to hear give, give me the about give it. me the story again, Robbie. I'm sorry. Let me write this down. Not a problem. There was there's a regular at the uh, at the bar, named Tom, and he noticed a patron beating a girlfriend outside, and he tried to intervene. Okay. Now when he, when he did that, one of the individuals pulled out a gun and shot him in the head and ran. And is he dead? No, he's not dead. He is listed in critical at Gwinnett. And when did this happen? This happened Friday night, probably around 11 o'clock. And what jurisdiction? This is, it's weird. It's in Norcross, but it falls under Gwinnett County Police jurisdiction. Okay. Um, do me a favor. I'm going to put you on hold. Sure. Tell Chuck the name of the establishment off the air. Sure. And uh, I'll, I'll, I've got a lot of sources up in Gwinnett. I can, I can find out what the heck is. That, that's something that well, should have been on the news for sure. It, it is as of today. And the question I wanted to ask you was, when I didn't find it over the weekend, I started to think of all the crime that goes on in our area yeah. compared to how little we actually hear about it on the news. Now, with this situation, there's a gunman at large in Norcross Saturday morning, and there was no report. Some homeowner could walk outside to let his dog out to the restroom and literally be taken hostage. But the the big report Saturday morning on WSB was about a, a tree falling on a house yeah. and 
unfortunately. Sadly, hurt. that's that's kind of where we are in the business right now. And so, have you ever heard of a Friday afternoon news dump? No, sir. I haven't. Have you ever heard of that, Chuck? Explain a Friday afternoon news dump. Anytime somebody wants to uh, get something out of the news because they know they have to, but they want as few people to see it as possible, they'll do it on a Friday afternoon when people are gearing up for the weekend. It's the least heavy watched and read news day of the week is usually a Friday, Saturday. And that's because the staffing of news organizations obviously drops down significantly into the weekend. So uh, if this happens Friday 11 p.m., the 11 p.m. news is fully staffed. But if it happens at 11, they're not going to get word of it until after 11.30. And then it gets kicked over to the weekend staff, which is a skeletal staff anywhere you want to go. If you go to New York City, Chicago, L.A., San Fran, whatever, the weekend news staff, instead of seven reporters on the street, there's one or two. You know, So the timing of that, if that happens at uh, Tuesday at 4 p.m., that that's the top story usually. Sadly, and that's... That makes- that makes sense to me. I'm sure you've lived in other areas. Me personally, when I lived in North Carolina, every night the most entertaining TV was the local news because they literally reported on what seemed like every single crime committed that day or the day before, mm-hmm. and they didn't hold back anything. But here in a city like Atlanta, it's uh, very, very different, and I feel like there's a an intentional effort not to report on frequency of such violent crimes. No. In In fact, I'm going to go the opposite way. Uh, We are mostly Curtis, and I'm going to speak on behalf of Channel 2 Action News, which is uh, the most watched news organization in the southeastern U.S. The most most critical uh, or the most frequent criticism of of Channel 2 Action News is there's too much crime reported. There's too many bad news stories. Um, If it bleeds, it leads. That's, you know, that's the biggest criticism of Channel 2. So, but hard news is is what we cover, and we do it here on WSB Radio as well. Um, and so, you couldn't cover all the like. If, yeah, you, you just did, can't. So much you crime. Can't. You but have, but you I'll tell you what. I I will, Robbie. I will investigate this again. Hang on the line. Tell Chuck where this occurred, and uh, I'll make a call and give give Chuck your uh, contact info too, and I'll shoot you an email. All right. Thanks, Mark. I love the show. All right, thank you, Robbie. I appreciate it. But all right, coming back with more of your calls. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter, at Mark Aram. I'm like Matlock. Columbo. No, it's just the Mark Aram show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. 10.55. Johnny Kilbasa next hour with a fast food review. FYI. Sean's in McDonough. Sean, you are on the Mark Aram show. Hello. Hey, Mark. What's up, um, There's a lot of weird things going on with this. Okay. And it started out weird uh, for them to to say that it was terrorism right off the bat, which was really kind of weird. And then almost immediately, within an hour or so, I think there was a care representative out, I think in Orlando, uh, immediately saying that, you know, we disavow this, this is nothing to do with Islam, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Then the White House trying to uh, move the, the narrative away from Islam and redacting all the stuff from the 911 thing. But then with this news today, one of the weird parts of the story that you didn't touch on, we, you were talking about the FBI, but still, how often does the FBI come out and say, yeah, we're talking to that guy? They never do. They'd say we can either confirm nor deny, you know, it's an ongoing investigation, we're not going to comment on that. And yet, they come out and say, yeah, we've been talking to this guy. 
Yeah, they confirmed that they've interviewed him. Um, they didn't confirm his story, uh, but they've they've because um, well, I think that was just due diligence on Univision's part. It's like, hey, before we air this interview, let's just see if this guy is even talking. You know, and the FBI is like, yeah, the FBI was like, yes, we have talked to this guy. That still sounds weird to me. No, I think that's that's pretty that. much standard operating procedure. Yeah, they've you know, the FBI. Listen, the FBI was like, yeah, we knew. I mean, they knew the shooter. As soon as it happened, they're like, yeah, we knew yeah. that guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So that that's what they've been saying all along. Again. We may never know what the hell was going on in that guy's head, um, but I don't know. It's just it, it, whatever it is is not going to bring those forty nine people back for sure. That yeah. we that we do know. Gut, gut feeling, gut feeling, Sean. What do you think was the main cause of this? Gut feeling. I, well, <laughs> how do you describe the main thing? Uh, gut feeling is I think it was uh, um, terrorist, Muslim, uh, Islamic terrorism. Okay. Fair enough. Thank you, Sean. Took a while to get there, though. Is it terrorism? Yes. Is there more to it? Probably. More of your calls next as well. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.